Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 65, the one where I keep blowing my nose every five to ten minutes. I don't know why. I have to restart the stream on both my PC and here. That's bad. Did you have to do it on there? I, I don't know. No, I'm just, I'm still. Everybody in the chat, tell everybody to refresh. If they, if yeah, if you're having problems, refresh in the chat. This is also the last Wolf Den Live on this couch. Yes, this is, we've had this couch in this house for. God knows how many years. Um, probably 15. We were in high school. Probably. Definitely. Probably 13. Give or take. If and I had to put money on it, I'd say 13 yep, years. 13, 15 years. And it's it's going bye-bye. We're getting a brand new set, brand new seating arrangement, brand new everything. So yes. stay tuned for that. And the first thing that you'll see on that set is... The Wolf Den's live commentary of WWE's big pay-per-view event, WrestleMania 33, this Sunday at 7 o'clock Eastern. Be there right here, youtube.com slash wolfden. We will be doing commentary for the whole damn show. All four hours of it. No stops. No nothing. Just commentary. You got to watch it on the WWE Network and listen to us at the same time. That's how this works because we don't want to get sued by scary Vince. Um, but yeah, so tune in for that. Vince Matthews and I, we love doing this. We love that you guys like, like us doing this. So please come and watch us do the biggest show of the year. Also, if you're in the Long Island area and you want a big ass, old ass green couch, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hit me up on Twitter. Uh, what's up, Kyle, uh, Fred, Atten, Thunder, Goku, Ashless, uh, Atten, that's Atten, MG13, Bruce City, Gish. Comboy, hello. hello. Great man, hello everybody. Everyone and anyone who is here to watch our show. Uh, also, thanks Fred for $5. Yeah. Fred is our sole supporter. Yeah. Uh, we our... only live off of his money. Really? At this point, yeah. he's He is our <laughs> mysterious benefactor. He's not a mystery. So thank you so much. Yeah. Also, I'd like to point out, even though we are getting rid of this couch, mm-hmm. we filmed eight episodes of the backlog. Yes. <laughs> so we did. Those will be going out. On this couch. So you'll still see the couch for the time being, but yes. be warned, it'll be gone soon. So let's dive in to this box of Peeps Oreos. Now, we were supposed to open these uh, on stream because like uh, Samoan Steg sent us yeah. sent this one. And we ate them all beforehand because they're really good. Yeah, they are. You want one? I gave them up for lunch. Oh, okay. So they're all yours. But They yeah. just taste like... The marshmallow crisp ones? They do. Everybody's making a big deal about the Peeps ones for some reason. Like, there's grit on them, or this and that. And, like, they taste just like the... Yeah, they taste exactly like the... The, the Rice Krispie the ones. The grit that... Well, maybe that's just the sugar. Maybe. Because like, Peeps have, like, a little sugar coating. Yeah. They taste nothing like Peeps. But right. they taste like the marshmallow crisp uh, Oreos, and those are objectively the best Oreos. Those are... Not objectively the objectively best ones. The best the, objectively, the best ones are the uh, cinnamon roll ones. Okay, I'll allow it. So, but those are top five contender right there. Top five. The you're not even gonna say two. No. What's two then? The original, original okay. double stuff. All right. Um, only problem is these paint your tongue pink. Yeah, I have not tested the poop one where it turns your poop pink. Allegedly, I have not seen that. Speaking of which, I had Indian food yesterday. Oof. How'd that go? I don't know if you can possibly have Indian food without 
diarrhea. I don't know know if that's possible. But it was delicious, but it wasn't fun. I knew (laughs) that was going to happen. Anyway, let's actually dive right into the Nintendo Switch news. Uh, Do you want to do that, or do you want to do PS Plus and Games of Gold? Because that was announced. Crap, I forgot about that. Yeah, now do that. Let's do that. You okay. got you to gotta link me in the keep. All right. I'll do that. Um, as always, ladies and gentlemen, it's um, right before the start of the month. So that means... All right. Sorry. That means it is time to tell you all the free games that you can get for PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live Games with Gold. If you pay the $60 a year for these services, they give you free games. And for April, um, it's going to be interesting for, for PlayStation, for Sony consoles. Uh, on the PS4, you will get Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Again? That was on Xbox last month. Oh. Yeah. Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time and Drawn to Death. Crap. What did you do? I screwed up my thing. You keep talking. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you get Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time and Drawn to Death for free on the PS4. Drawn to Death is interesting because that's David Jaffe's new game and it's debuting as a PS Plus game. Oh. So. Oh, just like, uh, uh, what's it called? Rocket League did. Yes. And uh, we all know how well Rocket League yes. did. Um, on PS3, you get, and I'm going to butcher this name, in, oh, Invisibles, The Lost Kingdom, and Alien Rage. <laughs> you thought you were going to mess up Invisibles. It, it, it looks weird. It's in, it's Invisible and Animals combined. And at first, it, like, it looked weird, but it's Invisibles. It's still stupid. Um, and on the Vita, which is cross by with PS4, um, you get 10 Second Ninja X and Cruise in Chaos. That's for the Vita. Both of those are for the Vita and cross-buy on PS4. This is what Drawn to Death looks like. Yeah. Drawn to Death is cool because it's all about like a kid's high school notebook and all the drawings he's, it, he does in it and like they all come to life and try to murder each other. I think it's a MOBA. It's I, it's like a weird game. So I'm interested a MOBA. to see. I'm interested to see I thought it was just a, a team-based like deathmatch game. Maybe that's what it is. I think it's just a deathmatch game. Probably. Um, then over on the other side of the coin for Xbox Live, Games of Gold, for the Xbox One, you get Rise, Son of Rome. About, oh. About time. That was like the big launch that, game. Yeah, that was... Surprised yeah. it didn't uh It didn't do well, but uh, it looked really yeah. pretty. I'm sure this is like the perfect free game. Mm. Um, and Walking Dead Season 2. It's for Xbox One. See, was Season 1 free yes. at one point? Okay. So now if you have... Xbox Man, Live, you should have all of them. And then on the Xbox 360, which is, again, backwards compatible on Xbox One. You can play these on your Xbox One. Uh, the first Darksiders game. I've always wanted to play that. And Assassin's Creed Revelations. Okay. Uh, Darksiders, for you comic book guys out there, uh, the art was done by uh, Joe Matarita. And it's very pretty. And it's very over-designed. <laughs> Overdesigned. Uh, Vyatsi Khrushchev said it looks like somebody sat down to draw the, the main character and never stopped. <laughs> yeah, he's very complicated. Yeah, um, but that's cool. Um, I'm on IGN's uh, page right now, um, where it compares it to, and it lists the price, like the total retail price of everything. And it looks like you're getting you're getting less games on Xbox One, but they they're worth more, which I think is interesting. interesting. That is interesting. Uh. Yeah, I mean they're both good. Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time is an amazing. That's game. a very good game. Yeah, so that 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 wins in my book. Yeah, but I mean Xbox had it last month. Yeah, so and they had it last month. Um, but I, but Xbox has more AAA stuff. 
They do. Then again, Drawn to Death is like a very anticipated game. And it's yes. from David Jaffe. That is you true. You know, he's a luminary in the industry. So, and the fact that they're just giving it away. I wonder how much it would be if you didn't have PlayStation Plus. I don't know. Yeah. Because there's just a giant question mark. Yeah. I'm assuming it might, you know, it might be 30 bucks, maybe. I'm assuming. All right. There is a bidding war right now going on. Oh, crap. Kyle Blagg said he's better than Fred because he donated five dollars and one cent fred donated eight dollars and then kyle donated four dollars and said okay we need a timeout he gave up nice we appreciate you guys we having really a fight do. over us i mean give us more money yeah or don't it's your your dollar and spend it on something good like uh, the nintendo switch like moving the nintendo on segue switch. don't forget if you have playstation plus your games with gold download all of the games because yes. they're free yes please do uh so there are rumors that there's going to be a Nintendo Direct this Saturday. Okay. This Saturday also just so happens to be April 1st. Mm. That's why the rumor isn't being widely reported on. Yeah. But last year, Nintendo did have a Direct on April 1st. They did. On April 1st, yeah. And right. nobody thought it was real. <laughs> and they announced it like two days before. Well, that's the problem. Like You can't announce anything in the games industry on April 1st because every news outlet does stupid April Fool's Day yeah. articles. So this is by an anonymous person on 4chan, which, eh. Yeah. Don't buy it that much. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, back in January, a couple days before the Switch event, an anonymous source on 4chan yeah. leaked the whole thing and was 100% correct about it. <laughs> so it's very possible that this could be legit. I mean, uh, it sounds The stream's legit. looking like this. Oh, uh, it stopped. Okay. No, it didn't stop. Okay. Try refreshing that, because I don't know if... I I did, and a lot of people are saying it streams out of whack. Streams oh, cool. Does it sound fine? How does it sound, guys? It looks like it's artifacting. But how does it sound? Because I can't. I mean, there's nothing I can really do about that. Yeah. It just is what it is. I'm gonna have to, let, let, why don't you just turn on your audio and see how it sounds. I think we're good. I'm going right. to keep going and see what happens. Uh, it looks like it hasn't happened yet now that we're on the desktop view. Yeah. So anyway, uh, here's what we got uh, from this anonymous 4chan person. Uh, so in this direct, supposedly, mm -hmm. we're going to see Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door HD. Remember Paper Mario yeah, Thousand Year Door? Yeah, that was the GameCube version. That was like... The, there was that one, and we played another one. That was Super Paper Mario. There was Paper Mario on 64, uh, Paper Mario a Thousand Year Door on GameCube, and then pa Super Paper Mario was on the Wii. That's the one we have. That's the side-scrolling one. Super Paper Mario. We also have Thousand Year Door. Do we? I think so. I don't know. Pretty sure we do. News to me. Um, it was a good game, from what I remember. Uh, this one has me amped. Guess what it is? It's a Bomberman. No, but we have Bomberman, right? right? <laughs> oh, oh, I know this. It's um, Mar Mario Maker. Hell yeah! Super Mario Maker for the Switch. A port of Mario Maker is coming to the Switch the with the Wii U features intact. Nice. Good. This includes Amiibo support, costume Mario, and uploading levels to Course World. A couple new course features are introduced as well, like slopes. Ooh. Ooh. So that's that's good. I really hope we get that. Yeah. That is I need that. Yeah, in that'll my life. be good. 
I that will that that will sell a lot of people on the Switch. Or that will help me sell the Switch better. Yeah. Uh is anybody saying anything in the chat about how uh, this looks? Besides everybody still having a bidding war? It says it sounds <laughs> fine. Uh All right. Kyle gave us ten bucks to use towards better internet. <laughs> well, thank you. Everybody's saying the sound's good though. Okay. It looked like it only happened when I switched to the other scene, so yeah. so we'll we'll just we'll see what happens. Um Breath of the Wild DLC. This again, this is just rumors. This isn't legit. Mm-hmm. Uh Breath of the Wild DLC gameplay is shown of the cave trials or whatever that is, which was announced back in February. New features in the map shows players when enemy camps are nearby. Uh Splatoon 2. A new trailer is shown detailing the game's story mode. It's doing it again. Ah, whatever. <laughs> uh, here's what will be exciting for you. Well, let me finish Splatoon. Okay. Agent 3 must defend Inkopolis from the Octarians. This sounds pretty legit. As they invade Inkopolis and try to steal back the great Zapfish. Bill also takes takes talks about the game's ranked modes which include the returns the returning splat zones and tower control along with a new mode in addition all three modes can be selected separately at any time and are not tied to a time rotation like the stages the game will also be compatible with splatoon series of amiibo and the amiibo challenges from the first game are returning I didn't play the first Splatoon, so I don't know anything about that. I think the sound... Yeah, the sound cuts out when it freezes. Great. That means we have to fix it. Okay. Um, here, read that. Uh, virtual Console. Virtual Console. Okay. Which is supposed to be getting you pumped. Yeah. Uh, where'd I go? Okay, so Virtual Console. Virtual Console will be starting up soon. NES and SNES titles are planned to start being released in May. GameCube games are indeed coming to virtual console. Certain games that require analog triggers will have the option to configure the shoulder buttons to indicate a light or full press. For example, pressing R will indicate a light press, or pressing ZR will indicate a full press. Super Smash Bros. Melee will be available in early June, with Super Mario Sunshine and Mario Kart Double Dash coming in late June. That's good. It says nothing about N64, though, um, which is weird because both the Wii and the Wii U had N64 games um, for Virtual Console. Are we good? I think so. I, I had to stop sharing the... Uh... Yeah, it says your remote desktop session is... Yeah, I canceled the remote desktop because it was kind of laggy and freaking yeah. out. So I think that might have fixed it. I don't know. Okay. But then I now I can't remote it, so... Okay, so that means you're going to have to run up over there and... <laughs> when, when we stop. Yeah. And we, I won't be able to throw things on the screen anymore. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's really exciting. I hope that they roll out a whole lot more than like what they used to do with the Wii and the Wii U where they just like trickle two or three releases every week. Like I hope they come out, especially with the NES and SNES games, like right out the gate. Here's like a hundred titles. Be happy. I don't know. Well, you know, it should be easy because I mean, people did it with emulators, like no problem. I, I, so why can't they just do it on the Switch? The Switch is supposed to be easy to develop for. Here's the thing. I don't think it's a matter of ease. I think it's just a matter of Nintendo thinking they know how to control the market. Thinking that they know what's best. And they clearly don't. If they put everything out there, like all at once, that's the way to go. I'm reading the part. For example, pressing R will in, 
indicate a light press or ZR will indicate a full press. Yes. Super Smash Bros. Melee will be available in early June with Super Mario Sunshine and Mario Kart WH coming in late June. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Um, it's interesting because the GameCube, um, it's got the two triggers with analog press and the Wii and the Switch doesn't have that. But it has one lone um, Z, Z button above the right trigger. So is that going to affect now? Because one long Z button and above the oh yeah yeah well because it doesn't have two shoulder buttons that like sorry it doesn't have four shoulder buttons it has three shoulder buttons yeah but that shouldn't matter you just don't use one of them yeah I mean I don't think a lot of games really use the analog the problem with which is what they're saying is that the uh, the the switch doesn't register uh, pressure right so that's why they're saying. Uh, R will indicate an, a light press, and ZR will indicate a full press. Right, but uh, like if you need, like if you need to use then L to indicate a light press and ZL to indicate a full press, that's all four shoulder right. buttons. Taken oh, okay, up. I see. What you're, you're still saying. missing the Z button. I see. What you're so, saying. I mean, granted, not a lot of games took advantage of the pressure sensitive shoulder button, so I don't think it'd be too much of a problem. I'm sure Melee and Double Dash did so. Mm. Yeah, but like most of the time, you're gunning it anyway. Yeah, in in, uh, in double dash, mm-hmm. uh, melee. No, melee that bothered me a lot about the GameCube controller. Yeah, that's a big reason why I like the Pro controller more than the GameCube controller right. when I'm playing Smash because I use the triggers to dodge. Right. To like do the dodge roll, and you have to double tap to do that. Mm. And when you double, you have to double tap these giant L and R's because on the yeah. GameCube they're, they're huge. huge. So indie games. Yes. Bill passes it over to Damon Back Baker. This is this sounds legit. Who announces release dates for some of the indie games described in the indie presentation back in February? I'm getting a lot of crap for talking about indie games. People don't like indie games, <laughs> Jeez, get and over I don't yourself. understand. And they generalize them like crazy. Yeah. I don't like these stupid dumb indie games. I had a friend tell me once, uh, "I don't like. Get out of here with your stupid shovel games." Oh, I, I remember that. Shovel yeah. Um, Just ignorance, man. It's ignorance. Where was I? Runner 3 will launch on October 12th. SteamWorld Dig 2 will launch on June 8th. Overcooked Special Edition, which I have never played, still want to play, mm-hmm. will launch on May 18th. These are pretty... May 18th is pretty close. Yeah. Stardew Valley will release on July 13th, and Shakedown Hawaii will release on April 6th. That's pretty close, too. I don't have no idea what that is. Ever Oasis, Damon then passes it back to Bill to talk to talks about upcoming 3DS games, which nobody cares about. This section starts with talking about Ever Oasis, which releases on June 8th. Lady Layton is coming to the U.S. and is planned for a 2018 release date. That is Professor Layton, except now it is a woman. Yes. From what I presume, because I haven't actually looked at it, but it's called Lady Layton, so I'd assume that it's the woman version of Professor Layton. Fire Emblem Echoes. Details on the special edition of the game game are given, as well as a deeper look into the game's world and what the aim and what the Alm and Celica... Amiibo do. You have to forgive me. I don't know. Crap about Fire Emblem. <laughs> the Amiibo can allow you to summon certain characters from past Fire Emblem titles to add to your party. You can also scan previously released Amiibo of Fire Emblem characters and add them. I can't wait to 
rip apart all of these amiibos I have behind me. Would you like <laughs> to see that, like, in a video of me opening all my unboxing amiibos? of all of these amiibo? Yeah, maybe I'll, I might have to do that. Uh, arms, yay! <laughs> <laughs> the direct yeah, ends. It ends. Big finish <laughs> with the new trailer for Arms. It details the game's story mode and announces four new characters. The game releases on May 29th. There is nothing Smash Brothers related in this direct. Not Ooh. even the three remaining amiibo. Don't get your hopes up. Mm. That's a bit. Well, it's not a big deal that they're not doing anything Smash related. It's a pretty big deal that they're not even talking about the three remaining amiibo because like people are still waiting for that. Yeah. Uh, the like I said, the only reason. I don't think this is going to happen. Wait, did I say that yet? I don't know. The only reason why I don't think this is going to happen is because it's on a Saturday. Okay. That. When do they usually have their directs? During the week. Right. Uh, they have had it on a Friday before, I think. So I think if they're going to do it, they're going to do it on the 31st, not the 1st. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I'm a little weary about Saturday. But that all sounds pretty legit. I could believe that. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is because I want to believe that there's going to be a Mario Maker. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Blagg. Uh, Use this to buy better internet. We read that already. Thank you for fighting against this. Yeah. You know, you're wasting your money. <laughs> buy a better router and internet. Also, I'm still better than Fred. It wasn't the internet. It was my fault because I was remoting in. And also XSplit. Yeah. Every th- I opened it twice and it crashed the computer twice. Really? Yeah. So I need to update XSplit because I've been holding off an update also my computer is still on 8.0 windows 8.0 you still have an upgraded to 10 i'm afraid because vicky did that and it got rid of all of her her like obs stopped working when she did that oh that's bad so i'm afraid to do that right. but i will have to do it eventually yeah so what do you guys think about this new up uh the friggin uh direct is it gonna happen do you think it's gonna happen is there anything you want that it didn't say oh also virtual console yeah i'm excited for virtual that console. i'm very excited Get some GameCube stuff. I'll buy Super Mario Sunshine again. Yeah, hell yeah. I don't think we own that. What? I don't think we own that. It's not in the XL? I'll Look at the XL. We have to own it. I'm pretty positive. I played the hell... I 100% of that. There's no way you 100% of that. I had to have 100% of that. That was the... I I tell people that's the last game I I 100%ed. Hold on. We also... We definitely don't own Thousand Year Door. I know that for a fact. Let me look up which one Thousand Year Door is. That's the GameCube one. Uh, Paper Mario Thousand Years. Yeah, we don't own Sunshine. What? That that blows my mind. Now I need to look at my and save. We, and we don't own Thousand Year Door. We played this. Probably. We rented this. We rented. We this. might have rented. We it. definitely. We definitely. Rented rented re- I I've definitely played the original and Super Paper Mario. Super Paper Mario is the one for the Wii. Yeah. Yes, we played the hell out of this. Yes. Yes, this was good. Yeah. Super Mario was good. Uh, we, I mean, now I need to buy Super Mario Sunshine and check our memory card. Okay, I have, I'm positive that I have. I have the GameCube in my room, so I'll hook it up and right. take a look. Or just use the Wii, and then I'll beat it again on uh, on the Switch. Timmy has some choice words for us that I'm not going to say, but I like it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Tevi says, I hate April Fool's Day. I wish that April Fool's Day was on a Wednesday so we can fool our stream. You know what my idea was for an April Fool's joke? And I'm just going to say it right now, even though we could do it next year, but whatever. It, we can't because it'll fall on a, a Sunday. But How about on. you shut up? <laughs> um, I wanted to just not do Wolf Den Live. Just pretend like we're going live and be like, oh, four minutes of live. <laughs> and be like, oh, technical difficulties. And then just never go live. Or we go live and we go April Fool's. We're not doing it. Screw you guys. That would be funny. <laughs> And then we release a we release it in podcast form too, but yeah. it's just silence. <laughs> uh, uh, ooh, Angelo, do you think they'll make different colored Joy Cons? Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. They're going to make different. I color thought Joy-Cons. that question was going to be, do you think they'll make a GameCube Joy Con? No, everybody wants that. I though. don't think they'll make it. If they did, I would definitely get them for the GameCube games, especially if they put Resident Evil Four of the GameCube version on Virtual Console because I'm playing it now on Xbox One. And let me tell you, I don't know if it's the age of the game or the controller itself, but something's not clicking anymore. <laughs> I'm thinking I think it's, it's the controller. I think it's aging. I think it's the controller. I think it's the, a mix between the controller and that it doesn't work like a modern game. It definitely doesn't. So, like, you need you need an old controller to make it feel like... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Nintendo will make a GameCube uh, controller, like, adapter thing. Yeah. Uh... I think if they open it up to third parties, you'll get some third-party yeah. Joy-Con stuff. I hope that they do. I don't know if they'll do that, though. Because this is, like, a part of the system I now. feel like, if anything, we're going to get a third-party GameCube-style Pro Controller. Okay. Not uh, GameCube-style Joy-Cons. I don't think we're going to see third-party Joy-Cons. I bet that the uh, GameCube adapter for the... For the Wii U, yeah, I bet that that works on the Switch. You can't yeah. test it now because it, only certain games will use it. But if they make another Smash, they'll probably firmware after it. Yeah. Um. AJ says Nintendo will likely focus on NES and SNES because of online service and the GameCube because that's new. The other stuff will probably trickle out later without much fanfare. You're hoping that they release a bunch of stuff at once? Yeah. If they release a bunch of stuff, it'll be for NES. Yeah. SNES will probably have a, a little bit. Right. Or, you know, whatever's on the 3DS. Because mm-hmm. those two are easy to port. Yes. Uh, or, I, I mean... Yeah, they, no. They, N64... they're, not, they're not graphically powerful. Right. N64 and GameCube games, you know, I'm expecting those to, like, come out slowly but surely. But, you know, the N64... The, NES and SNES stuff, there's really no excuse for them not to put it out all at once. Uh, and the GameCube, yes, that'll trickle out. I don't think we're going to see much of that. Like, I think in the rumor it says that they're going to, we're only going to get a yeah. few and they're going to be pretty pretty spaced out. Uh, yep. AJ also says they've had directs on Saturdays and Sundays. The second worldwide direct in particular was on Saturday. That's interesting. Go. I didn't know that. There you go. That's also really weird. <laughs> so maybe it is on Saturday. Maybe. But again, we're going off of an uh, like a completely unreliable anonymous source. So take this all with a grain of salt, but it sounds legit. And I really want Mario Maker. I will pay... I'll pay $70 for Mario You didn't get Mario it on Maker. 3DS, right? I didn't, right. even though I really wanted it. But then I got a Switch like three months later. I knew I was going to get a yeah. Switch, and I knew that I was never going to open my 3DS again, and no, you can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep asking. Uh, Tex says, I want. I like your wall. Thank you so much. You. Uh, 
it's not going to be here for much longer. It'll still be yellow. Yeah. We're, we're literally moving four feet to the left. <laughs> All right. Uh, talk about Spidey leaving the MCU. Yeah, that that's on my topic. Is that your next topic? Uh, yeah, that can be my next topic. Let's do it. Okay. So. Who said that? Comics Cave Studios. So what happened was, right now is CinemaCon 2017. It's this big like annual get-together where movie studios will, prevent, will present trailers and all this other stuff about movies coming out uh, to theater owners and the press to get them excited to have these movies in their theaters. Um, at Sony's panel, former Sony Pictures chief Amy Pascal, uh, who's still a producer on Spider-Man Homecoming, said the following about Spider-Man Homecoming. One of the things that I think is so amazing about this experience is that you don't have studios deciding to work together to make a film very often. In fact, it may never happen again after we do the sequel. Because Sony and Disney and Marvel all decided that the right thing to do was to allow Peter Parker and Spider-Man to be in the MCU and to work with Mar the Marvel guys and have them produce this film. And I think that was a very rare thing for three companies to do and a very brilliant thing for them to decide to do because there are only so many stories that you know you can tell again and again and again about Spidey. And this is something that, sorry, and this is something we would have never been able to do any other way. So it was very selfless thing that was very smart on the part of all companies. So she's the whole context of that quote is about how cool it is that Sony and Marvel and Disney were able to put aside all their differences come together to make a Spider-Man film that we've been wanting since the Marvel Cinematic Universe began. Right. Spider-Man hanging out with the Avengers. In that quote, there was just one sentence where she said, this has never happened before and this may never happen again, yeah. even after we do the sequel. They're, they've signed on to do Homecoming and Homecoming 2. Whatever they decide to call it. Is he not signed in to be in He's in Infinity, Infinity War. War. They already released the set videos of him walking around the set right, with so Chris gonna, Pratt. Uh, well, I guess they, they mean it's not like a, yeah. a Spider-Man movie. Here, here's, the, here's the thing. the way, As far as I remember, the way the deal works is Sony bankrolls the movie. Marvel has creative control over it, though Sony can veto whatever they want. I don't think they're going to veto anything. They shouldn't veto a damn thing. And Sony gets to keep all the revenue from the movie. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So what does Marvel get? Marvel gets the rights to use Spider-Man in their films. Okay. That's what they get. That's crazy. Yeah. So they got the raw deal. I mean, they get to use Spider-Man, but yeah. they didn't need him. That's the they thing. didn't need him. But the thing it's is, it's really cool it's to have him. Spider-Man. They want him. Yeah. No matter yeah. what, Spider-Man is their biggest money maker right. and the fact that they couldn't use was. him for so long spider-man was their biggest money maker. he still is in some respects i don't think he is anymore i'm pretty sure definitely he, not the last time i checked the comic book is there is probably their biggest comic that they sell well no but their comics like aren't there merchandising too because i think the last I time know. i checked in terms of superhero um superhero revenue stream it was spider-man by a wide margin then batman then the check, Avengers. Would you check 15 years ago? <laughs> no, this is like a couple years ago. Because that's crazy. It's like a year or two ago. No, I'm dead serious. Because I, I, because I, Spider Man lost a lot of clout in the last few years. Right, but people still love Spider Man. I mean, it's Spider Man just... has he's he has one of the best like designs. Yeah, I mean, it, it'll take more than Andrew Garfield to ruin Spider Man. Yeah. Clearly. Now, 
I don't think Spider-Man is leaving the Marvel Cinematic Universe at all. They're going like they're going to see how good Homecoming does. This is the thing though, he could be forced to. He could be forced to. I don't and think that's he's going scary. to. I don't think he's going to. I think Disney and Marvel once they see what Homecoming does, they're going to do everything they can to make sure they can keep using him. This movie better be good. And I think Sony <laughs> is going to see that if this movie does well, that this is beneficial to them that they're going to keep working with Disney to make sure this works. This is scary. This it's, this is scary it's stuff. It's very scary. It sounds scary. I don't think it's going to be a big of a problem as everyone's making it out to be. I think she was, you know, under pressure to answer a question, and she's right. This something like this has never happened before. And it probably won't happen again. Um but in terms of Spider-Man, I think we're going to get Homecoming, we're going to get the sequel to Homecoming. He's going to be in Infinity Wars and a whole bunch of other stuff and we're going to see Tom Holland as Spider-Man for a long time to come. Right. I I don't think there's going to be I think we'll see him for a while. I mean, he's going to be in Infinity War and whatever. And yeah. he's going we're going to have two movies with him. But mm. after that, Sony could just yank him back and that's really scary. They could, but I don't think they're going to. I because what's going to happen is they do that, they make a bad Spider-Man movie. Yeah. And then they come crawling back to Marvel. You know, they 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 after this they're gonna need Marvel to help them with another movie. Yeah, and what's Marvel gonna do? Is Marvel gonna help them because they want him in one of their movies, or is Marvel gonna be like, okay, now give us half of the merchandising? You know? Yeah, like that's there's gonna be some some pushback there. Yeah, after a while, I mean, I think we'll we'll be good for Homecoming and the next movie and Infinity War. Yeah, but after that, I think it's not looking that good. After I, that, I think that something could happen. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I think everything's going to be fine. I think it was, you know, might have been a misquote or under pressure. Um, Amy Pascal has no real clout at Sony anymore. She She's just producing this movie uh, through some weird deal. So don't take what she says as the authority. Um, you know, after this movie, they're going to see how good they work together and they're going to keep um keep making spider-man movies i'm seeing people asking why marvel doesn't just sue sony to get spider-man back that's not the way that works because they gave they 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 gave sony the rights to do spider-man movies the deal is sony has to make a spider-man movie at least once every five years in order to keep the rights and it's the same thing with fox yes and and uh, And x-men x-men yeah the thing is that those two deals happened before Marvel was making good movies. Right. Or movies at all. Right. So Marvel didn't know that they were going to have this much success in movies. Yeah. That's why they gave it to people who actually made movies. Right. And they kind of ruined them. <laughs> <laughs> so Marvel didn't know what they were doing. Now they do know what they're doing. And they can't just take Spider-Man back. But they Marvel did some very smart Things. Yes, they did a lot of smart uh, negotiations and stuff to so that we can get the Spider-Man we've been waiting to see for a long time. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the second Homecoming trailer? I thought it was really good. I liked it a lot. I wish that... Spoilers for the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that they didn't say, uh, give me the suit back. I wish that Iron Man didn't say, give me the suit back. Yeah. Because... There were other parts in the trailer where he didn't have his suit, and yeah. it was obvious. And I feel like they put that in the trailer so that you know why he doesn't have the suit. Yeah. But 
that's something that could be a mystery and that we'll find out i feel like in the movie the trailer you know? definitely showed you what the movie was about like that gave i feel like that gave away too much that could also yeah. be right in the beginning of the movie though uh, true god i burped <laughs> you know it was very it was very much um the story trailer telling you you know not just that this is a new spider-man but like this is what the story of this particular movie is going to be about yeah it contrasts that with the justice league trailer we also got uh last, oh, right. on saturday totally forgot about um, that because i hated that trailer. Which, yeah it didn't tell you a <laughs> damn thing you know which is good they did that on purpose because the batman vs superman trailer told you the whole movie it's oh my god like no amount of white stripes and witty humor is gonna make me change my witty? mind about this movie. witty witty well i did like <laughs> you heard it here first i did I, I did like so what's your superpower I'm rich. I hated that. <laughs> I absolutely hated that because they did that to play on the 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 meme that why is Batman in the Justice League? Right. Because he doesn't have any powers. Yeah. But like you're just you're just making fun of yourself before anybody else. That's does. true. It's it's very much like an X Men three when Juggernaut does that. I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. bitch. Yeah. Like yeah. like Batman. That's not how he would react to that. Oh. What's your superpower? I'm smarter than you. That's yeah, I like that. That, that yeah, <laughs> that that is actually better. Because that when somebody asks me what Batman's superpower is, that, I say he's really smart. Another thing about that the, the Justice League trailer, and then we'll move on. Because uh, I got one more like Spider-Man related thing to talk about. I have no idea what's going on in that trailer. Like not just in terms of story wise, but like the way it's edited, like the fight Wait, scenes. The Batman. I mean the, the Justice, Justice League. League trailer. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on. Like I don't know who the villain is. I don't know what they're fighting for. I don't know who they're fighting. You know, like it's so weird and confusing. All it does is it says, oh, this is Aquaman. This is Cyborg. This is the Flash. That's it. I know that they're fighting parademons. And I know that Steppenwolf is the villain and Darkseid might be in it. And I know that they're probably, you know, looking for mother boxes. But I know that. Because I read comics. Right. If we showed this to our dad, he's going to have no clue. Should have made a video explaining what, what all of that was. I should have I should have done an experiment showing it to people who don't read comics and say, what's going on in this trailer? That's a good video. You should still do I that. I think I'm going to. Um, I need test subjects. <laughs> it's... It looks like they 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 saw the feedback from the Batman vs Superman trailer, right. saw that it gave away too much, so they're like, let's give away nothing at all. Mm -hmm. And they saw the feedback saying that Batman vs Superman was too dark, and they're like, let's lighten this up like crazy. Right. And I feel like it's going they're to be a going bad movie. Way overboard with it. <laughs> it's still blue, like it's all tinted blue. Yeah, it looks like Batman vs Superman. I was thinking about this before the first Avengers movie. Yeah. Like, you can tell what color every character is. Captain America is blue. Iron Man is red. The yeah. Hulk is green. I know the Flash is supposed to wear red. That doesn't look red to me. Mm. It looks like a purple because the, of the blue. The thing people say about the Marvel movies is that the color contrast... The, the uh, color grading. Yeah, the, it, it's it's the black... Con the black levels are really right. gray. Yeah. And that doesn't bother me when i'm in the theater because i can't tell yeah you know the, the thing is like yeah the color grading of the marvel movies is not you know great like yeah the blacks are pretty great but i can still tell who's who just right, by their color right. palette the color palette is still easily identifiable it's, it's not something that'll bother you unless you put it against something else that's whereas like you contrast with 
Justice League, the parademons are black, which is not And canon. so is everything in the yeah. background. <laughs> yeah, it's... It doesn't look good. And what was your other Spider-Man thing okay. you say? Well, it's not technically Spider-Man. It's Venom. This is oh, continuing yes. on my video from last week. Yes. So I did a video last week about why Sony should not make a Venom movie because, long story short, Venom does not work on his own. Sony did not listen to me. I made a very good thumbnail for that. You did. Wasn't that thumbnail that good? Was that was a thumbnail. damn good thumbnail. That was a very good thumbnail. Uh, Sony did not listen to me, and it looks like they're still moving forward. Not only will there be a Venom movie coming out next year, um, it's going to be their entry in the rated R superhero movie um whatever you call it wave that we have right now thanks to Deadpool and Logan and it's not going to be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe right this that is, I did hear about this is its own separate thing separate from Spider-Man Homecoming and everything else that Marvel is doing <laughs> that's not going to work no that's going, this is also going to be terrible. This is going to be probably even worse. Yeah. Because at least DC owns all their characters and, you know, they can have everything be in one universe. That, like, Venom does not flat out, no questions asked, does not work without Spider-Man. At all. So to have a movie about him completely separate from the Spider-Man movies... It it's just doesn't make any sense. What blows my mind is that Venom is the most popular Spider-Man villain. Yeah. Hands down. And they just can't put him in a Spider-Man story without having the other villains first. Yeah. They need to build to Venom. Yeah. And it just by the time they get to him, it it's already bad. <laughs> <laughs> the Spider-Man already crashed and burned. It's so sad seeing yeah. that happen. And I, I want a good Venom yeah, story, no, it you know? Yeah, awesome. But he's he's the dark reflection of Spider-Man. Yeah. And that doesn't work on its own without Spider-Man in some capacity. Not to mention Spider-Man is the reason for Venom. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're going to have some like guy in a black suit with a big spider logo on all Spider-Man's powers, but not reference Spider-Man? Yeah. What if... At the end of Spider-Man Homecoming, they tease uh, the symbiote. That would be cool. I said in my video, he gets the black suit in Infinity oh, War. Oh, that would be sick. That would make all the sense in the world. Yeah, he'll get the suit in Infinity War, and then uh, Sony will take him back, not give Marvel any credit, and then they will absolutely ruin Spider-Man with a Venom story. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's, that's my prediction. Let me know how I did in 2020. Also, allegedly, they already have somebody lined up to direct um, Adi Shankar. Now, you may not know who that is. He is the guy who made that uh, hardcore Power Rangers fan film from a couple of years ago. Do you remember that? That was very good. He also did a Punisher fan film with Thomas Jane as the Punisher. That was also again. very good. He also did a Venom fan film. It was, re it, was, it was like a weird French New Wave fan film style. It was black and white. It was kind of documentary-ish. It was Eddie Brock as like some hipster web journalist. But it was Venom. And that was interesting. He's not a director. He's a producer. But this, he made all those fan films. He produced all those fan films. Oh, he never directed he them? He never directed them. He got someone oh. else to direct them. This oh, would be his directorial debut. Oh, God. It's no. a lot of pressure to put on the guy. And look, I like his work. He's actually done actual movies. He did Dread, The Good Dread. 
that came out a couple years ago. Produced it. Yeah, produced it. Produced it. And he's producing that Castlevania thing that's coming to Netflix. So. Well, can he uh, pretend like he's producing? <laughs> can he hire somebody who's a good director and just I'm, I'm sure ghost under him? I'm sure him? he can find someone to do it. I don't know. Just don't. So what do you guys think about all that stuff? And don't make Silver Sable and Black Cat either. Because that doesn't work without Spider-Man. That it works probably even less without Spider-Man. With Venom, I'm getting a lot of ca- uh, Catwoman vibes. Yeah. Yo, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a Holly Berry Catwoman situation here, guys. You heard it here first. Uh, Christian says he thought that the Justice League trailer made uh, Aquaman look like the villain at first. Yeah. I mean, I think Aquaman... I don't want to go too into it because I just tweeted at somebody that we stopped talking about Batman, uh, the Justice League trailer. Because <laughs> they said, I don't want to watch because I'm in a media blackout. Yeah. Jason Todd says, you are colorblind, Will. He's obviously red. Is he? Is he really? His point is that everything's freaking dark. Yeah. Jason, it's just because you see the Flash all the time because you're Jason Todd. Yeah, why don't you get beaten up by the Joker again? How about that? How about how about that? Uh, apparently, you're drunk. People, do... <laughs> but it, it looks dark. The movie looks dark. Yeah, like guys, don't be fooled. Just because they play the white stripes and they have like little little jokes here and there, you know. We've been fooled twice before now by Zack Snyder. Jason Tiles says Spidey has been an adult for most of his existence. He was only a teen for tw- 30 issues. That's true. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I don't understand why they keep making him a high school student. But... To appeal to kids. I guess. I, watching that trailer, I I was getting a little weirded out because it seemed really actiony. Yeah. And it kind of, it, I don't know. Something about it, like, made me a little scared for it but i really i i have my faith in marvel they're, yeah they're I, gonna think, do I think this is gonna be really good and i'm excited to see him in in the universe with yeah. the avengers and stuff i also kind of hope he's never like actually an avenger he's always just like on the sidelines kind of like he is in the comics sometimes yeah. he's like in and then he's like out he had a card for a while like an actual avengers card but all right what else is is there Call of Duty is going to be World War Two. That's interesting. Uh, that was a rumor. Or th- this year's Call of Duty is called... This is from Eurogamer. This year's Call of Duty is called Call of Duty WW2. The number two, right. not II for some reason. That's interesting. This year's Call of Duty game is titled World War Two. Sources <laughs> have confirmed to Eurogamer. Developed by Sledgehammer Games, the studio behind 2014's Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, which was not a good game. <laughs> uh, this new COD will be the first to venture back to the series' World War roots since 2008's World at War. Images published on YouTube channel The Family Video Gamers this weekend showed World War II box art, blah, blah, blah. Uh... After declining sales of the series came to a head last year, finally, with the wild, with the widely disliked Infinite Warfare, Activision suits recently reassured investors that COD will would head back to its roots. A lot of people took that as taking all of the augmented augmented stuff out, like right. the running on walls and the uh, you know like hyper jumping and stuff. Yeah. 
because uh, that needs to get taken out of the multiplayer because yeah. that's ridiculous. Save that for Titanfall. Yeah. Here's the thing about Call of Duty um, Infinite Warfare. It was a disappointment. It was still the best-selling game of last year. Really? Yeah. Infinite Warfare? Yep. I did not know that. It's, it's it's very weird what Activision considers a disappointment. Yeah. Well, that happened with uh, Tomb Raider. When that came out, it was a disappointment, but it sold like 3 million copies. Yeah. Because uh, Square just expected well, to sell so much more. That's different. That's Square, you know, keeping their um, expectations way too high. This right. is Activision, like, oh, it didn't make a billion dollars. It made $999 million. Yeah. There was a lot of problems with that game. Yeah. Also, they're doing this because, uh, well, I mean, they they should have, they had to have had this in development for a while. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to look up timelines right now because yeah, they usually do three year cycles. Yes, um, Advanced Warfare came out in 2014, so they probably started right after that came out. Right. When did Battlefield One get announced? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I think it got announced. It got announced in 2016. The same year it came out. Damn. What I'm trying to figure out is when they started working on it, because uh, we've heard room. We had heard rumors for a while when, like, before the announcement that it was going to be set in World War One. I'd say probably three years before it came out. Right. I'm trying to. See so here. I'd say 2014, 2013, 2014. I'd say 2014 sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, in June 2015, DICE revealed they were working on an unannounced game. Yeah, alright, so probably 2014. I want to say this is a, a retaliation to uh, Battlefield 1, but it's hard to say because... Yeah, because in order... They would have had to have a guy on the inside. Yeah, I'm sure, like, right after Advanced Warfare, they got to work on, you know, whatever the next game was going to be. Unless they're rushing it out. Unless they were going to do a World thing, War II game like, like if, in a year and they were like, they, no, we got to pop this out. If they were working on like an Advanced Warfare 2 and then they found out about Battlefield, then they had to like go in and retrofit Advanced yeah. Warfare 2 to be a World War II game. That's crazy. That would be crazy. I do think it's because of Battlefield 1. And here's the thing. The only... Like, it's not that Battlefield... Like... It... Mm. It's just that Call of Duty is the same game every year. Yeah. That's that's the problem. It's not the setting. Yeah. Although a World War II setting will force them to take all that the momentum stuff a, out, which is good. A nice change of pace. But a nice that's, refresh. that's the problem. It's not that we keep going too far into the future. It's that... We keep getting you, Call you, of Duty games. You're, you have bad mechanics in the augmented stuff with yeah. the jumping too high and all that stuff. I don't know. I feel like going back to its roots like this, as they say, doing a world war two game, that would be nice because we, we were getting saturated with modern warfare games. Then we were getting saturated with future warfare games. People were going to get saturated with classic warfare. Games. People were so upset at how many world war two games were coming out. Remember? Yeah. People were so upset and yeah. so mad about it. And that's why they were reluctant to do it. But now everybody's like, yo, you should go back. You should do it. And, like I'm, I'm excited that they're changing, that they're yeah. doing something different. But the problem isn't the setting; the problem is the game mechanics. Right. I feel like the setting will help, right? Because you can't wall run in World War Two. You can't fly jetpacks in World War Two. You you can't you know control drones and robots in World War Two. That the I mean the kill streaks are insane. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Uh, 
you still need fast-paced multiplayer. Yeah. For sure. And I'm sure they'll have that. It just can't be all acrobatics and stuff. Yeah. And this this won't be. Save that for Titanfall. Yeah. Because Titanfall does it a lot better. Well, Activision doesn't make Titanfall, so. Right. Uh, It was one of the old Call of Duty people. It was Respawn. Or Respawn. Respawn, Respawn. Which used to be Infinity War. Which was half of Infinity War. They did a damn good job. Yes. Um... So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I didn't get last year's Call of Duty. They should do what Assassin's Creed did I, and just skip a year. I played a little bit of last year's Call of Duty. I was really excited because I thought, oh, this actually looks different. There'll be space combat and there'll be like, it's the same exact game. The space combat was barely space combat. Advanced Warfare was bad. The single player right. was bad. That was a bad game. I'll fight you. Jason Tice says Call of Duty should just be modern. Call of Duty should just come out every three years, not every year. Yeah, or two years. You know, take a break. Tevia says, do what Medal of Honor did. Get rebooted and then suck. Is that what you <laughs> wanted to do? <laughs> That's what happened. <sighs> I was excited for that Medal of Honor because I used we used to play Medal of Honor yeah. before Call of Duty. All right, the first Medal of Honor had a lot of problems, but I saw the promise. Medal of Honor Warfighter was just bad. Uh... Deus Sex Machine, which is an awesome name, says Call of Duty is the same game. Are you serious? Don't don't me start about Zelda and Mario t- titles. There's a difference here because Zelda and Mario don't come out year after year after year after year. And they come out with perfect games every time. <laughs> the thing about Zelda and Mario is that there are just enough differences to keep them unique and fresh. Yes, that is true. Like, people are excited for Super Mario Odyssey because it looks like Galaxy slash Mario 64, Mm -hmm. which blows my mind that nobody's comparing it to Sunshine only because Sunshine had a jet pack, like a water pack. pack. Even though, like, that was a 3D Mario game in all of the same ways. It just had an extra game mechanic. (sighs) So there's all these little nuances. Mm -hmm. Also, there's the Mario games that are only 2D. Yeah. We talk about on one of the backlog episodes. Surprise. All right, really quick, I want to... Did you see the new Destiny teaser? Uh, I just saw the picture that said Destiny 2. I want to watch it with you. Okay. Because it's all Nathan Fillion. Yes! <laughs> and I'm hoping that it'll get you excited for it. I almost bought Halo 5 because Nathan Fillion's like perfect face was in it. <laughs> I didn't. But I might still. Uh, let's watch this together. All right. So let me explain to you what just happened. Interesting. 
first let me disconnect from uh sorry if there was an echo there's probably an echo let me disconnect from uh chrome here so i don't we don't have that freak out again uh so that's Cade six okay the only interesting character in the first vanilla destiny right uh because he's nathan fillion and he's awesome yes um he is the hunter vanguard so if you play as the hunter class he's the guy that you report to mm -hmm. uh he's the only one with any character that was the the tower or the town around the tower so the tower is the only like is the is the the tower is in the last city on earth right and it is where all of the uh the what is, i don't know if guardians it's where all the guardians like hang out yeah. and stuff so it's the it's the stronghold Supposedly, Destiny Two uh, starts off or takes place where it gets raided and like destroyed by the Cabal, which are the big yeah. bad guys. Uh, so that is Cade hanging out in a bar that is by the tower or in the tower, and he's talking to one of the robots that sweeps. And in in the tower, there's a robot that just sweeps forever. Yeah, his he just does that all day every day. And the tower is the hub world, so because it's, right, yeah, yeah. it's a MMO pretty much, mm -hmm. and that's where you hang out. So. The tower is the safe spot, and it got destroyed, and he's in it just hanging out, and then he goes to fight whatever is war is happening on his turf right, right now. Right. So that's why that's a big deal. Does that get you excited for Destiny 2? No. <laughs> well, it I got mean, me excited. I mean, I like that Nathan Fillion was in the trailer. Nathan that, Fillion. That's about it. I'm hoping that that is the tone for Destiny 2. Even though it's unlikely, because that is not the tone of Destiny at all. <laughs> but I, I'd be down with that, guys. This is the time where we take your questions in the comments, unless you have something else to say. Nah, that was it. Guys, talk to us here in the chat, or you can use the hashtag #WolfDenLive on Twitter, or you can leave your comments on last week's Wolf Den Live, and we will talk about it this week. Yes, of course, it will help if I have that ready. I have the hashtag ready. Okay. Uh, was that last week? That was last week. Uh, Simone Steg, what did you think about the Justice League and Superman trailers? We talked about that already. We did. Do you think they gave away too much in the Spidey trailer? I said that I think they did. Uh, Fred says, Will, what is your favorite Elseworld book? Ooh. That, I, favorite Elseworld they had the one where uh, Superman was this Elseworld or was this a what if? I think it was Elseworld. DC is Elseworlds usually. So it was when Superman's ship landed in Gotham City, and, and he was raised by the Waynes. He was raised by the yeah, Waynes. That was a really good one. That was really good. That was really good. He was he was just Batman, but with Superman's powers, yeah. and I think he murdered people. He did. Yeah, he just laser eyed everybody. Uh, awesome. That was called Speeding Bullets. That's really good. Um, everyone's going to say Gotham by Gaslight, but that's because it's awesome. Uh, I know I'm missing one. That was really good. There's a book called The Nail, which is actually interesting. Justice League The Nail. It's all about how um, the Kents on their way, like they're driving in DC Comics at the time. I don't need a website. I don't need a website. In DC Comics at the time, the Kents were driving when they saw Superman's <laughs> ship crash. And the nail is a story about they get a nail stuck in their tire and they get a flat tire and they don't pick up Superman. So how does the world react 
it's after the Kents don't raise Superman. How does life, you know, how, how so who raises Superman? I don't remember. Does he just die? No, no, he shows up much later. Oh. But it's all about how like a little thing can like change the world around you. It was pretty interesting. So interesting. I don't remember what happened to Superman in the book, but I just went to go see because it said we had uh, it said we had comments for review on last week's Wolf Down. Really. Live. Poke Madness nineteen ninety six commented this many times. Jeez. <laughs> so no wonder. No wonder it's uh they think you're spam. Yeah. Uh Kevin R says this video was too long for me to watch. But here's my two cents on the controller cost question. All controllers cost too much. I think that's what we say in the video. Yep. I remember getting a wave bird on GameCube. For $30. Where? Wow. Where? I definitely remember the wave bird not being $30. No. Yeah. Definitely not. Yeah. Uh, our our freaking like uh, Pelican fan controller for the GameCube is probably $30. Yeah. That's that a, is that's a good controller. That is by a the great way. controller. It's a big GameCube controller. The buttons feel just right and it has a fan on the back, a giant fan, and holes in the grip. So it cools your hands so you don't sweat. Yeah. And you know what? This comment's too long for me to read. <laughs> Burn. That we got a lot of comments. Yeah, and we're only gonna be able to pick a few. Jason Booker. First, Nintendo designs with kids in mind, and with the that consideration, the Joy-Con fits smaller hands perfectly. The Pro is for a more intense player. It is not required technically. True. I agree with the Pro Controller comment. I don't know if I necessarily agree with them. Uh, being designed for kids. Being designed for kids. I will say they're probably designed for Japanese hands. Yes. Which yes. are much smaller than our big American hands. You got to fit those cheeseburgers in our hands. All right, those giant cheeseburgers. Yeah. Uh, second, the controller price being too damn high. You are paying for a piece of equipment that holds up to a lot of hours of intense play. I did say that the Joy-Con was very technically savvy. Consider any other piece of complicated tech that can take a decent beating. The price rockets up. The markup may be a bit silly, but I would rather they I would rather have only a price to complain about rather than shitty build quality. Uh we talk about it yeah. in there. And I do say that there's a lot of stuff in that Joy-Con controller and in the Pro controller. Mm -hmm. But uh the Pro controller I mean you have things like the the PlayStation Four controller being five dollars more because it's a different color. Right. That's that's cool. ridiculous. That's ridiculous because it's a different color. Plastic. It's not even painted or anything. Yeah. It's not like they do anything extra to it. Uh, and that should just be. They. I think they should all be sixty dollars. He thinks they should be a lot cheaper. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Lowen, are there any Switch accessories that you guys feel are must-haves? Yes, I have a whole video about it. <laughs> called nine ways to get the most out of your switch i would say a battery pack a backup battery you can get one because yeah. it's for your phone too and other devices get one that's rated for uh ipads or tablets yeah yeah um and a case you're gonna need a case or just wrap it in a t-shirt Haley gold says also i also use a cintiq i find that the surface scratches any tips with preventing that scratches it definitely shouldn't scratch at all you might maybe you're pushing too hard there in us in the pen for the cintiq uh it, i mean in the little base there's different tips there's a mm. felt one try the felt tip maybe that won't do that 
but yeah, the 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 surf the surface of the of the thing should not scratch. Aaron says the Easy A- Allies Patreon was way more does way more than thirty seven grand. Interesting. I don't think that's true. Mm-hmm. Easy Allies is popular. Oh, I'm gonna look right now. Easy Allies. Oh, don't they not have it public? I don't know. Forty three thousand. There you go. Look at that. There you go. Colin's last stand has gone up though. Since last week. Forty one thousand, Colin's last stand. Look it's at war. that. Uh... uh Caesar says Death Note is a manga first and then it was adopted into anime. That makes sense. I don't remember what the context was for that. I know what we're talking we're about. We're talking about Death Note, yeah. I was saying it. Should I say it only works in an anime? Maybe. Oh, we said that mangas can be animes, but then, like, anime, it's hard to put that into other, like, medias, mediums. Yeah, I feel like anime and manga are so similar to each other. Like, it works. Yeah. And MDB says, in response to Will saying, I'm not remembering Mega Man 64 correctly. I most recently played it last year. Thought it was great. <laughs> I added the middle finger. I mean, to each his own. I still say they never made a good 3D Mega Man game. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Now I'm in the chat. Comic Caves, Comics Cave Studios. Uh, have you seen the It trailer? I have. I just saw it right now. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I like it. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> I'm not a horror movie guy. Like I, a lot of it is silly to me. They're intentionally making Pennywise the clown creepy when the original he he wasn't inherently creepy. It was just you know the way Tim Curry would like do little things like a wave and laugh and like in one scene he had fangs, but in another scene he didn't. You know, it was things like that. This one that makes it look like they're like going too far into the horror aspect of it. Yes. Uh, Tevia, Will, do you think Marvel should do a Superman reborn story but with Spider-Man because that would make me so happy for Marvel to do that? Uh, that would be cool. It's not going to happen. Uh, Dan Slott, I think, recently did, and I think it was an AMA or something, and people were asking him if Spider-Man was ever going to get back together with Mary Jane, and he lost it. <laughs> he was like, no, stop asking. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Nobody nobody in the Marvel bullpen wanted them to be together. It, it took us forever to figure out a way to do it. They're broken up. Deal with it. It's not happening. That's dumb. Yeah. That is really dumb. It's, it's, uh, it's... What do you mean no one in the Marvel bullpen wanted them the, together? Okay, apparently only like at the time the writers who wrote the story wanted to put them together. But like in all the years after that... People have been looking for ways to split them up. Everyone from the writers to the editorial. That is dumb. And they picked the absolute worst freaking way to break them up. <laughs> uh, Midgame says, what is your least favorite long-running game series that keeps getting worse? Not Sonic. Yeah, definitely not Sonic. Also, Bob, I'm jealous of your pit stain status. Huh? Oh, yeah, baby. Great <laughs> shirts. Oh, yeah. Um, Call of Duty. Yeah, probably Dunzo. has to be Call of Duty. Dunzo. I mean, there's probably something worse, but yeah, Call Call of Duty. Like you gotta, you gotta do something about that. Give me a tissue. Yeah, here you 
Thank you so much. Uh, what else we got here? Ghost in the Shell. Is that this week? Uh, I think, yeah, I think that's this week. Kind of want to see it. Yeah, this is interesting. Oh, I saw freaking Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. How was that? You didn't see it, right? I didn't see it. I saw Beauty and the Beast, though. <laughs> how was that? <laughs> that was actually pretty good. <laughs> My God. Hey, hey. It's a tale as old as time. Man. It's a tale as old as time. <laughs> Tale as old as bestiality. It's a song as old as rhyme. Um, I, I saw this meme online that was like, uh, that was like, ew, don't talk to me. I own a castle. What, what's your name again? <laughs> <laughs> Power Rangers was way better than I expected. It is a, a, an okay to good movie. <laughs> okay. I would put it over uh suicide squad okay you like suicide squad better than batman for superman right right i would put it maybe on par with or better than batman for superman in my book i mean a lot of things are better than batman for superman so i might really like this movie you, no saying. Uh, i'm saying that you you'll it's it's good you'll think okay. it's good it it's the dark tone works for it right in a weird way and uh like it's silly like there's right. some silly things that happen, but you know it's you you expect that for yeah Power Rangers. I mean, there's a lot of dumb stuff. Yeah, but it's it's just but that's Power Rangers. I was expecting trash. Yeah, so going in expecting trash, I was pl- pleasantly surprised. I'm hearing a lot of weird things about that movie. I'm gonna try and see it this weekend just to you know get it over with because you know it's something that I feel like I need to see. Yeah, let me tell you about Beauty and the Beast because that <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like that was surprisingly very good. I, I like the original 90s uh, animated version. This did a really good job. Like, I don't want to say modernizing it, but like keeping it faithful to the original. Uh, all the songs are there. They added anything they added, you can definitely tell they added. They tried to add like backstory about like Belle's mother and the Beast's mother. That got me scared because that was almost a Martha moment. Like, they're bonding over oh. their mothers. Wasn't that bad. Um, the new songs weren't great, but everything else was really good. Uh, the guy who plays Gaston is incredible um the beast was good ewan mcgregor finally learned how to sing and he's really good in this um who is he he's uh lumiere the candlestick he sings oh. be our guest oh great <laughs> and uh emma watson um i know i know everybody loves emma watson can we just like just admit she can't sing <laughs> like it, it was very clear she was auto-tuned mm, so like that's okay like we can be adults and talk about how she was auto tuned, or get somebody else to sing. Yeah, or get us get, get somebody who singer. sounds like her, like yeah. a lot like her. Uh, Tevi says, "Will, do you think Spider Man needs to be saved?" Yeah, I think so. I, just I guess think, he means the comic. Yeah, I just think Dan Slott, like he's been writing that book for like eight years now. Like, give someone else a chance. So the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Okay, he gets a curse on him right and is he like really young when he gets that curse okay so in this movie they don't really specify an age okay in the original he was 10 he gets a curse on him because he didn't let somebody stay in his house he didn't let an ugly person stay in his house and then it turned out she wasn't ugly she was just an enchantress and she 
put a curse on his house because he judged a book by his cover. He was 10. Yeah. I wouldn't let you in my house either. I wouldn't let you in my house now. Cracked has a very good video about that. <laughs> um, yeah, so in the original, um, if he doesn't find love before his 18th birthday, he's going to stay a beast forever. Here in the new one, they don't really specify his age, but it's the same overall oh, concept. So, okay. They age him up, though. So he's not eight, So he's like almost 18. So he's like 17 in, yeah. in, in the original one. Yeah. They they okay. definitely age him up, and they definitely like they add, they add some things that make sense. Like of course he's he's a rich guy. Of course he would have had an education, and because I think in the original he was illiterate, but like in this one he knows how to read because obviously he would. It's just the bestiality. Okay. Does does nothing happen until he changes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but they like dance and stuff. At the end, though, she does say um, when he's hum- spoiler alert he becomes human at the end uh she does say to him how would you feel about growing a beard uh-huh. ah! oh. and that means i have a chance yes you have a chance with emma watson and real quick the exclusively gay moment that happens with um i heard it was nothing it was nothing like it, it's it, it's he literally dances with another dude it's not even like that it happens for like half of a second like there, there's a big dancing at the end and then he changes partners, and it hap- his partner happens to now be a guy, and his face lights up. And then it cuts back to Beauty and the Beast. Well, there was a moment in the Power Rangers movie right. where uh, I think it was the Yellow Ranger. Yeah, I, I, I did hear about this. They, they, say, uh, they, they say, oh, boy problems, and she says something like that. And then he goes, girl problems, and then she doesn't say anything. Yeah. And then they go, he, she's, she says something like... Uh, my parents are into labels and stuff, and I, I just don't like that. Yeah. So it's unclear, and that got them a rated R rating in Russia. Yes. Which is pretty insane. Yeah. It's it's unclear what sexuality she is. It's very clear that she doesn't want to be labeled as anything. Yeah. So there is no gay moment because <laughs> it's she doesn't want it to be labeled. That said, I still feel that is a better representation than Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. We need like one or two more. Yeah. Then we got to get the hell out of here. Don't forget, I will be streaming almost immediately after this on my Twitch channel, twitch.eu slash Bob Wolf, drawing the thumbnail for this. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for being here. We had a pretty good amount yeah. of people here. Real quick, uh, Tevi is asking a follow up to the Spider Man question. Do you think uh, Renew Your Vow succeeds? It will send a message to Marvel that they want the marriage back. Um, it's doing very well. That and this was in Dan Slott's rant. That doesn't mean they're going to put them back together. It just means keep buying Renew Your Vows so you keep getting that version. Oh, Pokemon, this is in the chat. Why did you leave a thousand comments? On <laughs> I think he thought it, yeah. it was like the chat. Why can't they be a COD game about the Alamo or the Civil War or the Palestinian-Israeli War? I actually heard IGN talk about this not too long ago. Pretty much any war before World War One doesn't feature automatic weapons right and if it doesn't have automatic weapons that's gonna fundamentally change world war one barely had automatic weapons and that's the reason why i was excited for battlefield one is because i wanted there to be less automatic weapons but it seems like they kind of they 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 fudged it a lot they they added some automatic because because that was most exciting about red dead redemption is that you were forced to use not automatic even you you there were barely any semi-automatic weapons And that's cool. I like one shots because yeah. it makes it, it it changes a game mechanic. It's all about the freaking game mechanics. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd be down with that. But yes, it'll change fundamentally change Call of Duty. That's why the multiplayer needs to be a separate game. Yeah, like a free to play or something. 
That would actually be pretty good. <sighs> I think we're done here. Uh, yeah. Live to Rock says the best Emma is Emma Stone. I think I love them both equally. Uh, fun fact Emma Thompson is in Beauty and the Beast. She's the voice of Mrs. Potts. Cool, Will. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, last one, Live to Rock, the best X-Men book to look forward. Jeez, I don't even know. There's like a thousand X-Men books coming out. Um, Gold, X-Men Gold, just off the top of my head. There you go. Thank you guys for being here. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for chatting with us. Thank you for watching us. As always, you can catch us every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern right here at youtube.com slash wolfdown. Or if you prefer to listen to us instead of looking at us, I don't know why, you can subscribe to us on faces. you can subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. And if you do that, please make sure to rate us and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. If you're new here, we have videos every Tuesday. I do a games video every Wednesday. He does a comic book video every Wednesday night. We do this Wolf Den Live, and then it goes up on Thursday, archived, or you can just listen to it on SoundCloud, yes. and Google Play, just like he said. Also, Saturday, there will be an episode of The Backlog where we reach into our backlog of games and talk about a random one. And don't forget, this Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern Time, The Wolf Den presents live commentary for the WWE's biggest pay-per-view of the year, WrestleMania 33. It will be live commentary only, but it will be the best commentary you hear that night. So tune in for that. It's going to be all four hours of the show. Um, We're not going to stop until they stop. So be there for that. And don't forget, I will be on my Twitch channel right now. Yes. So go to my Twitch. The link is in the chat. Thank you guys for being here. Goodbye. Bye. Uh, my computer is freaking out. Oh, no. Uh-